0: Welcome to In Search of Tracks podcast, and we're back with a mailbag episode. I'm Pete. I'm Bob. What's up, Bob? Chilling. How are you? I'm good. Um, You know how we talk about secret fast food sometimes?
1: Yes, I do. I had some secret Taco Bell today. Oh, yo, I almost sent you a picture. (laughs) I had a secret slice, um, let's see, three nights ago. It was great. Good pizza. How was the T-Bell? It was really good. Um, But
0: I had it like... It's one of those things. I was coming back from... uh, I went to the audiologist because I was having some issues with my right ear. It turns out I have great hearing, so everything's okay. I just had a lot of wax, which is gross and embarrassing. Oh, did they pull the wax out?
1: Oh, yeah. Yo, how much was it? Like, Was it like a chunk? What was it like? It was was sizable.
0: It was enough (sighs) that I thought that I had a hearing problem
1: damn <laughs> okay do you use standard q-tips do you not use q-tips what do you do i sometimes use q-tips but
0: the doctor like begged yeah, and pleaded with me that. not to do that
1: yeah 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 okay. so but
0: yeah i was coming back and uh it was like three o'clock and i was like it's, it's like kind of late for lunch mm. i'm gonna like ruin dinner if i have this Mm. But I'm just going to do it and I just went all in. Mm. Nice. Fuck and yeah. it was great. Um and then I had a little salad before this podcast because I felt guilty about it.
1: Yeah, that's okay though. Like sometimes sometimes you got to treat yourself to a Taco Bell in the middle of the afternoon. I get it, man. It's it's the best. My pizza was directly before dinner. Like Okay. I had run a few errands and I had and was driving home was like, "Man, you know what? I really want some pizza." So, stopped, <laughs> sat down, Ate That's the pizza good. There, oh, it was great, glorious day. My dad um, actually used to do that. We'd
0: like be on the way to dinner, and he would stop and get a slice. And I'd be like, "Dad, we're going to dinner." He'd be like, "I'm, I'm
1: hungry. I'm just, it's just a snack." And I'd be yeah, like, oh, yo, okay, yo, tied yourself." Up. I've and I had the thought, "Yo, props to your father." Um, <laughs> I had the thought. I'm like, man, is this going to impact my ability to eat dinner at all? The answer, Pete, no, no, not at all, not yeah. even a little bit. I just felt better. I was happier. I was probably more pleasant when I got home. Secret snack to the listener out there. If you're a little bit hungry, don't got to tell nobody. Just go get yourself a little secret <laughs> snack. It's all right. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. Um, My wife
0: doesn't know about the Taco Bell. You know, She she doesn't listen to this podcast, so she's I not do, even going to find out. Neither does mine. And
1: if she does, <laughs> she can find out. And I'll welcome the ta- conversation. Exactly. Yeah, um, I'll be like, join me in a secret Taco Bell sesh. I'm or, okay with it. Or... Have your own. You can tell me or not. It's yeah, totally cool. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's no all judgment. good. No judgment. No judgment. Judgment free zone. So outside of Platinum Planet Fitness, this is In Search of Tracks Podcast. <laughs> Get the housekeeping out of the way. Follow us on social media at Tracks on Instagram and Twitter. But Pete, you handle the email. What is that email address? Email us at TracksPod at gmail.com. I love how easy that is to remember. And we do have some emails from the mailbag. So why don't you kick us off?
0: So, uh, fan of the pod, Dave Martin. Dave Martin writes us lots of Shout emails. Out Dave. Shout out Dave. Love your emails. The best emails. So, the first thing that he wanted to touch on, I think it was in the Lemon Huds episode. We talked about mm. pie and ranking mm. treats. Yes. Um, so, he wrote us and said, um, have you had the key lime pie in Red, in Red Hook, Brooklyn? Steve's, Steve's key lime pie? Okay. Um, I don't know. We should make a road trip there, though.
1: Uh, let's make the road trip. And invite uh, Dave Martin. Dave, you're invited. Um, yeah, yeah. If we want to do that, it's... Uh, yeah, like 100%. No, to answer the question, no, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't There's either. A, there is a pie place in Brooklyn, but it's not in Red Hook, that was just this little pie spot near... Uh, Pete, help me out. Polish neighborhood, not far from Greenpoint.
0: I was going to say Greenpoint. Um, is it Greenpoint? No. I, yeah, Greenpoint is, I thought, like the okay, Polish then, then neighborhood. That is Greenpoint.
1: That is Greenpoint. Um, right near one of the big parks, uh, there was a little pie place that I went into a few times. Pretty good. Oh, I actually think I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It, um, I don't know the name of it, though. I don't know the name of it. It's, it's, it's probably five blocks, six blocks from the Warsaw.
0: Yes, um, correct. Yep. Yeah.
1: And uh, it was good. I believe I had a good slice of um, pecan pie there and awesome and maybe had something else but the pecan pie sticks out i might have gotten blueberry pie too okay which, which like a really good blueberry pie is great but just an okay doesn't do anything for me so <laughs> but i would love to try that key lime pie
0: so yeah, Traxpod meetup coming up and uh, at Steve's
1: and Red Hook. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, se- we'll send out the invites for everybody. He he also gives us his rankings. Read it to me, Pete. So rankings, he said, pie is number one. He said, okay. although
0: I ha- I probably have at least of any of these.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: Ice cream is number two. Okay. Cake is number three, but okay. he said cheesecake should be its own category. Agree, because
1: cheesecake is not, quote unquote, cake. It's its own thing. No True. question. Agreed. And then four is cookies, and then everything five, else. everything else, yeah. Okay, uh, I am I'm okay with it. I am a bigger cake head. So here's the thing: I love a good ice cream, and uh, in the reverse, to any listeners who who finds themselves in the uh, New Jersey Jersey Shore area, Nicholas Creamy Creamery is really good. Oh, it's great! It's really good. The my my current love there is the uh brown sugar cookie dough ice oh, cream. Oh, that's a good one oh is, is there a nicholas down by you there's not the closest is in fairhaven wow okay i know it's a it's two locations so there's one in atlantic highlands there's one in fairhaven northern monmouth county uh strongly recommended and if there's a listener who'd like to go give us a time and place and me and pete will try to secretly rendezvous there
0: Dude, TraxPod meetup, Atlantic Islands locations right down the street.
1: Let's do it. So um I respect it. I just think ice cream, like the baseline, average ice cream sucks to me. It's just I've had enough of it in my life. I only want the best. When you have the best ice cream, it makes all the other like just okay ice cream so pale. Like I just don't, I don't care. Dude, Whereas I with had, cake, yeah. and I get it, cake, like bad cake sucks. It sucks. It sucks. But like I, I I don't know I just am a sucker. A Good cake, love 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 love.
0: Agreed. I had uh, I had orange sherbet for the first time recently, or not for the first time in a long time recently. Okay, okay. I was gonna say whoa um, whoa, whoa. No, first yeah, time. Vir- no, virgin
1: Pete? I
0: had it a lot as a kid. My mom was a big fan. Um, but I feel like she was getting some high quality shit because yeah. I just I just bought like the trash that was like for sale at the local supermarket and. Just because uh, my wife was like sick recently and just wanted it because it's like a comfort food, and I was like, "Man, I got really bad orange sherbet. It was just like it felt. It tasted real chemically and gross. Ugh! I don't know. It was not a good time. Yeah, no. Maybe m- maybe I'll cut it with some like high quality vanilla ice cream and it'll be okay. But we'll
1: see. I, I think you might need to do some sort of like. Um- like a uh, creamsicle shake kind of thing. Like, yeah. Uh, float, that's like a good float, vibe. Something yeah, like that. Do something sure. like that. Get, your, get yourself like um, maybe a can of orange soda, that and a quality vanilla. Mix the orange soda and the orange sherbet, then get that vanilla ice cream and, and have a nice time. Good I think idea. That's, that's the solution to the bad sherbet. Um, All
0: right. I'm going to make that happen for next episode. I'll report
1: back. And, and yeah, yo, you know, it, it, it's uh, uh, very welcoming to any dessert talk on uh, In Search of Tracks. So, yeah,
0: top fives. Give them to us.
1: Yeah, hit us. Um, he, he went on to talk about our good friend Brian Eno.
0: He did. So we talked about Eno last week, um, and he wrote us a longer email, but I'm just going to read a portion of it. He said, Bob, your aversion to Skysaw is hilarious and possibly influenced by your proximity to an infant. Your reaction so reminded me of my wife insisting that I take a record off. Not specifically this record, but also maybe this record. And me protesting that she should give it a chance. Of course I love the
1: song. Okay, so tell me, which one is Sky Saw. Sky Saw is the opener that you disliked. Oh yeah, I didn't I did not like that song. Um <laughs> so I, I I will say this. I did the re-listens on that record a lot. And I just found myself kind of like soaking into like the melting into the couch, the Indica strand, the couch strand of um, <laughs> the record. Like much later, <clears throat> much later in the record, like I found myself kind of becoming immersed in it. Sure. And I, I think we talked a lot about the tracks I liked on that because the tracks I liked on that. Oh, yeah. I thought really... Kind of settled in nicely. I, I I was a fan overall and kind of looked forward to it. But um, I don't know. Maybe Brian Eno needs to sing better. Can I say that? I mean that's fair. I mean he's more or less stopped singing for the last like 20
0: years because he's just doing
1: ambient records. So maybe so he maybe got Brian maybe he Enos got the just hint. with a bunch of infants all the time. Feels, <laughs> no. No, I do it could be it could be uh it could be infinitus too. He he produced too many Coldplay records and just was like I I hate vocals.
0: Oh, you know? yeah. Okay, Coldplay. All right. I don't all know. right. Uh next one Dave Martin wrote us again on Steely Dan. Mm. And he said, cocaine is a hell of a drug and quote unquote, sophisticated yuppie types who are into coke are far worse, far worse than degenerate drug fiends. True. <laughs> that is the type of person I think of when I hear Steely Dan. Not wrong. Just listening to two of you talk about the, this them for an episode was almost too much. Just Possibly. awful stuff. Hope Possibly. you're both well. Take care, Dave. <laughs>
1: um, yo, Steely Dan fun times uh so he's not tuning in for the asia episode dude he's tuning in i just he writes us hate mail when we (laughs) when
0: we cover this stuff so i mean it's it's fun we have a good dynamic i've been listening
1: to more steely dan for the record since then so yo uh let me just state it emphatically tracks 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 that's it uh do they have terrible fans Absolutely. yeah uh are yuppie cokeheads lamer than degenerate drug fiends yep <laughs> probably <laughs> definitely definitely don't want to hang out with either but you know yeah um, but do i want to listen to steely dan on a boat and maybe like jump off the side in in 82 degree weather uh in puerto rico yeah i do want to do that also so it's okay
0: yeah I went, to, uh, I went to Mexico for a week in December. Oh, yeah. Guess what I listened to on the beach, Bob?
1: Oh, did you listen to Steely Dan? <laughs> oh, it's so relaxing and nice. It was nice. Oh, I I'm enjoyed jealous. it thoroughly. All right. All right. I'm putting it on the vacation playlist um pete we got we do we get a lot of emails so uh to the people whose emails we didn't get to this week uh we're trying to breeze through some of the the emails here and uh just take the best of the best but we'll we'll try to get to all of them eventually and thank you it's, yeah, it's that's really you. cool um we have andrew andrew jackma on uh pearl jam uh he hits us and says <clears throat> "Longtime listener first-time caller so to speak uh, and by the way, I think he uh, we, we might have uh, truncated the email a little bit. So, yeah. uh, Holiday Break has given me some time to catch up on recent episodes. I was psyched to hear you guys sit with a highly formative album in my collection, Pearl Jam 10. I remember hearing Nirvana on the radio in the fall of 91, but I don't think I got a copy of Nevermind until sometime the following year. 10 didn't make it in time for my birthday, but landed in my lap... In, on Christmas of 91 along with a copy of U2's Octung Baby that I promptly ended up taping over <laughs> that's awesome I still remember the excitement of opening the cassette tape at a family holiday party and listening to it for the first time on headphones on the drive home that's cool the payoff of waiting months to hear the album in its entirety was immense on the whole I loved 10 and formed a deep connection with it it definitely opened a lot of doors and helped prime me to be receptive to sounds further left of the dial Mother Love Bone provides some important context for Pearl Jam sound. It's apparent that Sto- Stone Gossard and Jeff um, Ament Jeff Ament were pulling much more from glam and 70s bloat than punk or early independent music in the same way in the way that Nirvana clearly was. Yes, 100%. Revisiting MLB and 10 in the same sitting, the sonic arc seems pretty linear. It makes any comparison between Pearl Jam and Nirvana feel even more tenuous than it did 30 years ago nirvana has clearly won the battle for cultural legitimacy and maintains an untarnished legacy it's hard to avoid assigning pearl jam some blame for their legion of imitators and aging frat boy fans true harsh also no one would ever (laughs) dream of suggesting that michael bolton could pull off a convincing nirvana cover brutal but fair take bob okay yeah thank you of the two bands nirvana is probably the one who would more likely reach for today However, Pearl Jam still holds a special place in my heart. Yo, I felt this. I felt yeah. this email a lot because I had a I have a personal connection with the Pearl Jam with Pearl Jam 10 too. Um it's weird. I, I mean I love Nevermind. Like I love current present tense and, and at the time, but but um there was a sneer to Nirvana that at the time, <clears throat> I don't know if I felt cool enough to really love Nirvana. Does that make sure. sense? You know, like, Nirvana was kind of cool. Pearl Jam was was cool, but also not cool. Like, compared to Nirvana, Pearl Jam was not fucking cool. You know? like
0: No, now, Nirvana came off as much cooler.
1: Right? I'm not then. wrong about that. No, I like, don't think so. And, and, and I just in a weird way, I connected with Pearl Jam more. um, And then I eventually got cool and got into Nirvana. No, but I I liked Nirvana and I really like, like those. (sighs) So as a younger person, I was really into Tom Petty as well. Like I really love Tom Petty. And I remember getting a massive Tom Petty box set. And I don't know, was it? 94, 95, 93, somewhere in that range. And like six discs of like fucking so many songs. And I, listen to it all the time but I also did that with the Nirvana records particularly Nevermind and In Utero and uh, Pearl Jam 10 like I just picked them apart in a way that like when we did the 10 listen through it was so familiar but I had not listened to it deeply in so long that it still felt new but also, like I was like, oh yeah, I remember hearing this. I remember listening to this song so many times. Yeah, and uh, so so shout out to Andrew for the email. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's odd. I don't know what what did you hear from other feedback on Pearl Jam? Did we get a lot of positive or a lot of, like mix? I had friends texting me just
0: saying like, man, what the fuck? You went to the dark side. <laughs>
1: like
0: mostly mostly like um people a few years older than me who you know were definitely around and some of uh, actually a few of whom were working at record stores when that came out and they were like man pearl jam sucks like and they just still stick to that so they did they didn't like they did not like me hearing that uh that i
1: being being down yeah, being down with it. So I don't know. Um, I, I could. I mean, yo, I think that's kind of it. Leans to what I'm saying. Like, I think if you work at a record store in 1991, despite the fact that Nirvana is bringing in every dweeb you could possibly imagine and shitty frat boy just as much as Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam's just unequivocally like not cool for yeah. the record crowd. You know, even though they're music heads and nerds and like fully into it, like. The average Pearl Jam fan wasn't as cool as the average Nirvana fan, and they just didn't give off that vibe. They attracted a different audience. No, that, yeah, that was it. Was interesting because musically, like, I don't know. It's it's interesting.
0: No, I think it's it's funny that he mentions you two in here because for me, it's like, you know, I can't go back in time. I was very young when all this stuff came out, so I don't remember. But like, I think of more fans aligning with like. Pearl Jam and U2 than Pearl Jam and Nirvana almost, if that makes sense.
1: You um, know, maybe, yes, you're not wrong. I think U2, man, U2 just felt so much like that was just a generation That was just before, a different thing. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. And like it was, but you're not wrong either that I think the average U2 fan might have been able to rock with Pearl Jam a little more than Nirvana because Nirvana was kind of sneering at that. Nirvana exactly. was sneering at all that shit. And that's Didn't, the thing. I appreciate it more as I got older, you know? Yeah, what you're saying about Nirvana being cool, like I'm, I'm
0: honestly just going through my head of like photos because yeah. like there's like just so many magazine photos from back there and just going through Rolling Stones and whatever. Like – Pearl Jam were always like doing kind of the serious rock and roll photo shoot. Yep. Whereas Nirvana were always tongue in cheek and kind of like we're just in on the joke and like kind of making a goof of the whole thing and like wearing Daniel Daniel Johnston shirts and beat happening shirts and all this shit. And like, you know, they were kind of definitively like more underground and cooler in that way. But, yeah, no, no question.
1: And there's yeah. an earnestness to Pearl Jam that was like, no, we take ourselves seriously. And Nirvana is like behind them going. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny. And like, uh, yeah, you can feel that energy between them. And so, you know, interesting. I think it's one of the more like fun contrasts between two bands that are, are grouped together that it's like, I don't think I would call them peanut butter and jelly, you know, like, because when you say peanut butter and jelly, it's like, oh, here's two things that are really different, but that meld and go to go together so well that they're inseparable. You know? Yeah. That it's more of an oil and vinegar thing. Um, it
0: feels oil and vinegar to me. Yeah. You
1: know where it's like, yo, if you leave these two things together and sit them like the early '90s, shook it up, mixed it up, and poured it on the salad, and everyone's like, yeah you know, grunge, like Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, blah, blah, blah. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's let the oil and vinegar sit on the table for a second. All of a sudden, it separates, you know? And you clearly understand, like, these are two really different things. And like, yeah, do they both nascently like some underground music of the 80s? Uh, Fucking, of course they do. Check their ages and locations. Like, yes, all these dudes were vaguely, vaguely or intimately aware of the bad brains. Yes. That said... What they were pulling from <clears throat> for their music was pretty different. Yeah. So absolutely, thank you so much for that email. It was thank it's you, a Andrew. good one. It was good, like stroll down uh, personal, like thought and memory lane of of that. Um, for sure, we got an email from Joey's World on uh, the iconic, the mighty, the infamous Dinosaur Junior. <laughs> I'll read this one. <coughs> Um,
0: Sorry, excuse me He said, you didn't really dive too much Into the lyrics of the record Whether it be Jay thinking he's a bug Or a rabbit mm-hmm. There's a lot of magical realism And folklore type references on the thing I think the way that these metaphors And strange outsider things tie The world together That is Dinosaur Jr. Is unique to the band And this record feels like a universe unto itself polito although written by lou ties the dark underbelly of this record and a lot of strange moans and screams throughout into a distant outro he said i really yeah and that's i'm i'm with him there that's that's part of the reason i still
1: feel it feels like so out of place on the record but okay i love it um and then he said i
0: really enjoyed bob's definitions of warm and cold fuzz but then he said i do not think bob is right though on sweet potatoes with marshmallows i will die on this hill
1: Oh, Joey. Um, Joey, you're definitely wrong about the sweet potatoes and marshmallows. I'm sorry. Look, that's a a geographic issue you have. Um, Unfortunately, uh, you've been regionally uh, forced into a belief that sweet potatoes and marshmallows belong together. (laughs) You're wrong. This is okay. Okay. I would now redirect you to appropriate uses for marshmallows. Um s'mores. Eating yep. them out of the bag? Hot chocolate? <laughs> um I don't even vouch for that out of the bag. I, um I I don't mind them. Uh, one or two a year you could do or the mini ones. I like the mini ones. Um
0: hot chocolate for sure.
1: Hot chocolate uh roasting them on a stick that you found, that's fun. Mhm. Um I don't have much utility for... Oh, uh, uh using them to make Rice krispie treats. That's good. Oh, that's good. I don't have much utility outside of that. Uh, and I certainly don't want them on my dinner table. Like, Jesus. Yeah, no way. A fucking animal? Like, God. Jeez. S- s'mores
0: and hot chocolate. I'll, I'm going to stop there. Oh um, well, yeah, no, well, well said about Dino. I I think that there's there's definitely a lot there aesthetically and you know lyrically that yeah. that we didn't go into, but it's it's a whole world in and of itself. I mean, he actually part of his email was al- also about the artwork and how oh. kind of kind of uh, like uh, directed and you know like conscious it is. Um, you know, oh, it's, that's it's, interesting. It's, it's, it's purposeful that like it's such weird kind of strange artwork. You I, I want to so. direct
1: uh, anyone who's listening to at Joey's World on Instagram and I believe also on Twitter. Um, follow super talented artist, uh, big fan of what he does and like really, really love his his art. Um, it's interesting about Dinosaur Jr. lyrically. They have some songs that really hit me and like sort of are important to me and then others like like i've taken and like have personal resonance and then other songs and entire records that i'm like yeah i don't know uh, word <laughs> sounds you know what i mean mouth yeah. noise, you know yep. um so I, I i'm gonna step back and, and pull out the lyric sheet dust it off <sighs> next time i uh, listen to dinosaur jr there we go warm and cold fuzz two different things i i also agree um pete we got i think we got one more email we're sharing today one that's or two it. just one just yeah one? just okay. one more all right um i'll read this this is uh an anonymous message on the band into another uh showed up up to work this morning with low expectations but your podcast on into another made my day oh that's so nice If we do this podcast for anyone, it's for people who listen to us while they work or do something terrible. Please. Thank you. Um, I can remember when my friends first played this record for me. It was the late 90s. I was in the backseat of my best friend's Isuzu Trooper. We are driving through Asbury Park on our way to the Inkwell in Long Branch. Oh, wow. Okay. Know the Inkwell. To waste another night staying up late drinking coffee. Just being teenagers. True. Normally, we listen to typical hardcore like Gorilla Biscuits, Youth of Today, Lifetime, and of course, Underdog, big Jersey Shore band. Mm-hmm. My buddy and his girlfriend turned around to look at me and gauge my reaction during the into Other song, running into walls. All I knew was that it was Richie's band after Underdog, so I expected something different. They skipped forward to two snowflakes and started singing along unembarrassed. <laughs> Props. It took me a minute to warm up to it but i could see how much my friends enjoyed into another ignores became a staple of our drives to and from high school this morning while working i switched back and forth between listening to the record and the podcast the guitar parts are always building to an unseen precipice the whole album feels like a weird voyage where richie's vocals guide us through different ecosystems the ocean space deserts forest a maze hell some parts of Ignorous still give me chills Maybe nostalgia is a little cringy, but I don't care. Ignorance is perfect. I totally ride for the self-titled record. Also, yo, shout out, uh, yeah, full on. I love that email. I, I do too. Um, love the the imagery because Richie does do that. He's he kind of is evocative in the <clears> word choice, and he's trying to. He is trying to kind of be a tour guide, like he's trying to paint a picture that that is, if not tangible. Um, can be visualized and really you feel it as, as you uh, listen to the records, especially ignore us. I think it's, it's one of my favorite records. Um, but I, I also have grown to appreciate it more shout out to this person and their friends for being teenagers who could really get in. Um, they might be a couple years older than us because um, yeah. They might, they might be, or they might be the same the damn Damage. Who knows? The late Yeah, 90s. who knows? <laughs> Shit's but shout wild.
0: out. Yeah, that email's awesome. I mean, I actually, Bob, I was texting you about this, I think a few weeks ago. I went back and listened to, into another, I did not listen to the last record. What's the last record called? Omens. Your favorite? Omen? No, oh, not, no, no, sorry, no, not no, no, Seamless. 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 Yeah. So I didn't listen to Seamless. I listened to Omens and I listened to the self-titled and my my comment to you was basically like, I'm really glad we started with ignore us because if I had started with the self-titled, I'm not sure that I would have liked it as much and I wouldn't have been as interested to go in. But because we started with ignore I'm now curious to at least hear seamless because I liked omens actually, uh, more than the self-titled, which feels weird to say, because I know that there's people who probably s- totally ride for the self-titled. But for me having been like only exposed to Ignorus, yeah. I was like Omens is really good. And the self-titled just it felt more of a time and it didn't really hit me as hard. Yeah. But maybe I got to check it again. I don't no, know. No,
1: I think self-titled is is good, but it's there's kind of a mm, I use the the fawn analogy a lot, but this is more like let me think about it. It's like a robot. The first time it's turned on, its movements aren't fluid. It's just getting kind of warmed up. It's it's you know it's a computer slowly turning on. If you try to open uh, a program, it might take a few minutes. You know, like it's not fully together. It's Monday right. morning, right? Um, Ignore us is is Tuesday afternoon, like. You're fully revved up. You're in full lather. You're moving. You're getting tasks done. Everything's go. Um, and I think Seamless is the pinnacle for them. I think Omens is remarkable for a reunion record. It's just like really brilliant. And it was really uh, good, really solid. Like <clears throat> we actually were talking anonymously about a uh, band who who took a long time and did another record. And um and we both are big fans of the band so we gave this kind of the the college try and the like yeah it's pretty good but it it pales in comparison to their original era material. Yeah. Whereas Omen's doesn't pale. It's good. I th- I think it holds up. I think it's um it's I, I prefer Ignorance. I prefer seamless. But Omen's might be my third favorite into another record. There you go. Shout out to, into another, um, Pete, I know this is sort of like a quick one, but, but you had something else you wanted to do. Are we trying to do a little pre pro? So we're trying to do some,
0: yeah, I want to do some pre pro. So like, check this out. So behind the curtain, we tape a lot of episodes in advance. Um, so we actually took a little time off recently. Um, we recorded a lot up front and, um, had, those are the episodes that you've been hearing over the last couple of weeks. But, um, we, every time we get a recommendation from you guys on Instagram, you know, through email, whatever it is, we jot it down. So I actually have a list of like 25 different records, mostly just Mm. bands, not necessarily just records. Um, but I wanted to go through them. I'll just read them off all really quickly. And then I wanted to come to a point where you and I agree on
1: four records that we're going to cover over the next few weeks. Okay. I love it. Can we do can I can I suggest a format? Sure. You read, we'll read, we'll go back and forth reading them. Okay. And the person who reads it, the person who doesn't read it responds with their gut instinct, like or for whatever they first feel. So you can read the first one, I'll respond. <laughs> okay. Then I'll read cool. the second one. You respond.
0: I like it. Mm-hmm.
1: First one, Husker Du. Um, yes. A band who desperately needed a greatest hits. And to me, the hardest part will be, what record do we start with? Because they have such a ranging uh, discography.
0: I am totally with that. Okay. Nirvana. Um, I would be totally down to do this band. And I actually think that We have to because we've already done like the nineties grunge, like yeah. The the the, We need to complete the uh Yeah, we've done the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my thing with Nirvana is I almost think it would be more
1: fun to do bleach just because
0: it's not the big record.
1: Right. Okay. So that's okay. Um well that was gonna be my 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 response to your response, which is do we go obvious? Like, like it feels it feels cheap to to just go. Here's never mind, you know, but but like are we ignoring the elephant by not doing it? Like yeah. do we do a Motorhead style or where we do we do the Motorhead thing where we yeah, did we three did. of the records? Like, yeah, that's what we did. Okay. Uh let's <clears> put a <throat> put a pin in that. Like there's there's something interesting to be done with Nirvana. Cool. Craftwork. Uh so not familiar with Craftwork. I I'd be interested in a purely like Hey, I don't have much with this, so it'll be virginal experience. Cool, I like that. Gang of Four. Um,
0: I personally had a moment with Gang of Four in like my early twenties, mm. and I haven't revisited much since. Really? And when I did dip back in, I didn't love it. So I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to do the deep dive. I'm
1: definitely open to it. And then
0: I never—I
1: don't think I've ever even heard anything other than
0: entertainment.
1: So. Yeah, and that's another one. Like I feel like we should do entertainment, but like again, like that's the one I know. Um but like are we are we effing up by not checking out Songs of the Free? I have no idea, you know? I mean even what's the second one? Solid Gold Solid or gold. something? Solid yeah. Gold, yeah. <clears throat> like all right, so so, yeah. so so all right. Gang four. Electric Wizard. <sighs> Would be into it um think that they have at least two records that i much like nebula really like and i'm yeah. curious it's been a while to see if i still really like
0: dude they put out so many records man
1: yeah yeah they are prolific but we would have to do one of the classics i think i think yeah like uh, dope throne right yeah
0: dope throne or yeah probably dope i mean super coven was my favorite but that was an ep
1: i think Yeah. uh, It's like just like one like twenty minute song or something. I think it's Dope Throne is the way to do Yeah, I think you gotta do Dope Throne. Um The Helicopters. I'm
0: a huge helicopters fan, so this would just be me gushing about the helicopters. But that being said, I'm totally open to it. And they actually just like announced. I think they signed with Nuclear Blast.
1: Oh, that's uh, and,
0: cool! Actually, yeah, and they're they're putting a new record out. So like, it's actually kind of timely if we okay. were to do them. What what record do we do? I mean, by the grace of God is the big one, and then like paying the dues. I think is the big one for like the
1: the deep fans. Maybe um, high visibility is my favorite.
0: Yeah, that's another one. Grande Rock is awesome. Like, they're all good,
1: dude. I think they're all good. I think, all right, uh, yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of High Visibility, so let's talk. Cool. Uh, the Verve. Are they, so like, right, British, Are the, what is the depth beyond the one hit? There's depth. There's depth, okay. All right, yeah. add it in here.
0: Yeah, Urban Hymns is the shit.
1: Okay, Big Star.
0: Big Star so I like Big Star. They're a band that people like love and I yes. just never I never love them like that. Um that being said I have their records. I've spun them more than once i'm a fan but like i never i don't know they never clicked with me like that so maybe that would be a fun exercise to revisit like that i don't know what your experience with them is uh
1: very little i mean know the name i've probably heard them but no no sit with experience you know some tracks for sure sure i do i'm sure i do all right um sam i am
0: um another band that every time i hear them i like them a lot i have one or two of their records and i really like them but i rarely go back to them I'm open to it for sure.
1: Okay, I think the easy one to do is clumsy or astray. Um, you were yeah. freaking me out, maybe, but um, yeah, clumsy. I think is the that biggest one's pretty big. And one, well, astray, yeah. astray has some fans to it. I'm curious. Uh, they they've kind of had a resurgence of interest and in, in influence, so yeah. it would be fun. I always like when we're able to do that and kind of pull and say, like, is this band deserving of the talk they get? slash um how their influence is being seen now because i don't in 2005 i wouldn't have been like yeah you know what's gonna happen there's gonna be a big wave of bands who all cite sam i am as yeah that's weird yeah yeah but hey here we are um you're next sonic youth yeah would love to actually um have we not done a sonic youth record no we talked about it we just never
0: did it so i did did it there's so much depth there, man. There's so many Sonic Youth records. Yeah,
1: and I, I would... Man, I'd be interested. We, I had a deep Sonic Youth conversation, like a chat with a couple buddies, memorably while I was driving across Nebraska this summer. Um, and that's why I was like, wait, <laughs> did we do an episode on it? No, no, I just talked about it via text for like an hour with two friends. Right. Um. I'm a big daydream nation fan and like like Goo, Dirty's all right and like there's a couple others that are all right but they they're so varying it's it's sort of like the Melvins in a way where it's yeah. like you could talk about them we could do multiple records and it's all really different. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a strong one. Um, hot Water Music.
0: So I was a big fan of them uh growing up and they're not a band that I go back to very often yeah. although I saw them live I don't know within the last 10 years and they kicked ass. So like I don't know I think I listened to the last record they put out and honestly it didn't impress me much but like I would be interested in revisiting
1: say so you got the looks s- but you lost the yeah. touch
0: yeah i don't know i i mean i would be interested in revisiting some of the classic era stuff and seeing how it hits okay. you particularly because i i don't know where you stand on them and it's also they're an interesting band for me because what i think of as the classic era i think didn't turn out to be the classic era like like what came a little bit after my time is it like what big. is now the classic era you know <laughs> right and that's always interesting
1: yeah um They've always been a band who I like the idea of more than I actually liked. Sure, you know, I, dude. The record covers are great. the
0: The art is like always awesome. I well, think. they
1: didn't they have Melinda Beck do a few of the covers. Oh, uh, the I'm same not artist. Sure. I think she did. I think she did a couple of the record covers. And this is the same artist who did the two Quick Sand LPs, the first oh, two Quick Sand LPs. Interesting. Um, okay, so yeah, and and a big amount of it. okay. So is it my turn? No, uh,
0: it's your turn. It's your turn. Yeah, Thin Lizzy.
1: Awesome. Um, Down. Yeah. Great band who, like, uh, maybe got a lot of talk when punk went rocker for a few years there in the mid 2000s. Yeah. But, like, doesn't <laughs> now. And I think that there are a lot of people 30 and under who don't have any reference point for this band.
0: Yeah. That'd be fun, actually.
1: The Cure
0: um i'm down but that's it's kind of sonic youth category where it's like there's yeah what cure do you choose you know um
1: yeah man so so yeah there's a fun way to do the cure we might have to think about that more i i am a pretty big fan and would like to do like i'm a pretty big fan of their classic era there's a lot of people who vouch for that the 2006 cure record
0: Oh, with the self title one.
1: Yeah. So maybe that would be a fun one to do.
0: It's all right. Uh I was <laughs> I, I bought it when it came out. I saw them on that tour, actually. I don't know. Yeah, we can go into it, but like whatever. I bands like that, I almost think it would be more fun to do like if they put a new record out this year, which I think Robert Smith was talking about,
1: just to like do the new record. Like oh, I think that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be fun too. All right. Um uh, next one, turn. Prince fun let's just do the batman soundtrack
0: oh let's do that next week (laughs) booking it
1: okay weezer
0: god uh revisiting the first two or three albums would be interesting because i was a big fan of them um anything after that i have no idea and i feel like we would just like it would be difficult but I'm down to do it. Listen, I'm o- I'm up for the challenge. I'll do the most recent Weezer record just because I think it'd be funny, but I have no intention of liking it. I just expect that I won't. But I don't know.
1: So are you? A f- so um, yeah, I, I I don't think I could literally stomach doing it the Green Album or after. Um, I think oh, see, should, dude, I think that shit sucks so so bad.
0: I think I think Green Album has tracks, and I will go as far as to say the record after that called Maladroit has tracks, but. They have done so much to tarnish their legacy since then that, like, even the first two records, which I loved at the time, I like have a hard time with now. Really, and and I I don't mean like like I I just I just don't go back to them, you know. And if I hear them like in a Walmart, I'm like not interested.
1: <laughs> so I I did because I have a, a few friends who are giant Weezer haters. I tried to revisit Pinkerton. Okay. Uh, it doesn't. I think the blue album holds up better. Pinkerton did not. Um, Interesting. Okay. But I would. I think it'd be a fun experiment to try. Um, okay. Okay. Tears for Fears. Certainly, we try it. Familiar, like them. Um vaguely have been in kind of a, a like '80s state of mind recently, so I could do Tears for Fears.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be fun.
1: Um, The band.
0: Oh, interesting. Um, The band. I'm down. Um, They're a band that I've tried so many times, and it just never really hit. So maybe it'd be fun to do the headphones listen, but maybe I'll be just as kind of disinterested as I've been in the past. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, same. Um, okay, Radiohead oh, oh see I skipped one I'm sorry no, that's uh, okay. Radiohead yes, kind of in that weird way that people aren't talking about Radiohead now like and there was so much fucking talk about Radiohead for so long yeah like it's lower on my list to be honest just because it still reverberates in my head if you're of a certain age, like you either are a radiohead fan or or they tire the shit out of you hearing people talk about them.
0: I never I don't imagine you are a Radiohead fan.
1: No um I don't find it uh, you know what um their hits I find to be attractive and good uh, overall though I would rather listen to fucking Coldplay.
0: <laughs> Fair. All right. Cool.
1: Uh Guns and Roses. All in. Let's do it. Cool. Um are you a are you a GNR guy? Yeah, you are. You fucking definitely are. Uh, definitely am. M- morphine.
0: Um band I probably listened to their I definitely listened to whatever the record is that everyone goes to. I can't I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Probably listened to it 15 years ago and never listened to it again. So I'm I'm down to revisit. Uh
1: the Police. <clears throat> uh the band who has some of the best parts and Songs that start incredibly and then do a like left hand turn. I'm like, why the hell did you do that? You just ruined a great song. Yeah. Um, Tracks 100%. And to be honest, I think they have at least an album. You know, uh, I think synchronicity is good. What is the other one that's big that is in my head? Not Tokyo. What is it? Uh, It would be worth doing. Cool the meters
0: um all i know from the meters are tracks that i heard on a mixtape when i was on tour once so i'd be down
1: perfect uh blacklisted yeah uh, get the hardcore fans in here um band i have a lot of admiration for and think it would be a fun exercise to break down with you did you largely miss this band yeah
0: so that that would be fun for me because i completely missed that band um i was like kind of actively not involved in hardcore at that point Mm -hmm. or just wasn't paying attention yeah um i i have heard blacklisted and some of it i really liked and some of it i just didn't really get um but yeah i'd be i'd be down okay um rival schools or Uh, sorry you
1: i just skipped you that's okay rival schools uh yes a band i love um Yes, I would love to talk about this band and we could talk about any number of things about the band in terms of the records. Used for Glue is the the album, you know, but they did a record when they reunited called Pedals that is great and the record called Lost that was the, you know, semi-unfinished demos for a second album that never came out uh, was At different points of my 20s, my most listened to material before they actually gave it a proper release. Yeah, I love it. So that's cool. um, Yeah, schedule it anytime. I I can talk about it right now. So nice. Um, Seaweed. I don't know who this band is. Really? Okay. But I'm down. Okay. Uh, That might need to be sooner rather than later, then. Interesting. Cool. Uh, Converge. Do you just want to have the same conversations we had about this band in 1998? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean,
0: we could. I wish we had recordings of them. We I could know, just put those was, up as the podcast.
1: Quite acerbic, I can tell you that from my end. Um, yeah. yeah, no, uh, <laughs> would be a fun one. What converge record would you want to do? Uh,
0: God. Uh, I would either re- want want to revisit one of the classics.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Which What's your I favorite don't... converge record, by the way? God. I guess you're like, are you, you liked them before Jane Doe? Like you were, yeah, I was a fan
0: for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the first one I, I had, uh, uh, when forever comes crashing yep. when that came out. Yeah. You had a, when Forever really,
1: comes crashing poster on your wall. I did. Yeah. yeah. The, the scary baby art. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I really like that record. Um, I would actually be, I guess c- more curious to revisit that probably than Jane Doe, just because Jane Doe, I feel like we've, not we, but you know, it's been talked to death. people know that it's we. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, or just kind of one of the other records. Like if they put a new record out, it'd be interesting to talk about like that new blood moon thing just came out. Uh, I listen- the
1: experiment actually.
0: Yeah. I listened to it once. It didn't really hit me, but I also didn't really give it like proper attention probably. So I don't know. I'm down
1: though, for sure. Mm-hmm. With it. Um, the national oh uh, worth doing a band i've heard but not spent time with
0: yeah that's a band that completely missed me i couldn't tell you a national
1: song so oh interesting okay foo fighters uh Damn. this is kind of like weezer vibe
0: yeah like it's, it's a band tough.
1: who who has um what do they got they have like two albums that i like in a varying like the first Foo Fighters record, when that came out, I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. it. Um same. And then Color and Shape is better. Maybe. Yeah, color
0: and, color and Shape I I
1: adored when it came out. S- same. And do they have one more decent record after that, or does it then just fall off the cliff? So
0: I think the, the, there's, there's nothing left to lose after that, and then One by One, I believe. Okay. Okay, um, and those aren't
1: horrific. The they're record- not
0: terrible. One by One is kind of bad but like
1: but the record after that i think has a buffalo on it or something and that shit sucks so bad that it like like an ocean hit crashing (laughs) on the shore washes away even the nicest of sandcastles
0: yeah that that's the one that has the best of you on it and that's where they started getting super like corny big rock vibe. I mean, they were definitely that before, but like they solidified it in this way that I was just like, oh, this is like not for me anymore." Pete, you next know? time
1: we take a podcast vacation where we're we've got a, like a couple months where we're not recording, I'm gonna start one of those YouTube channels that just does goofy shit with music. Yeah, and it's gonna be like, uh, here's the two hour long version of the best of you, where it's <laughs> Dave Grohl going the best. The best, the best, the best. The I best, guarantee you, that's already on YouTube. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I'm gonna just make a triple length version of that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm literally gonna take someone else's YouTube video and splice it together. Yeah, longer. but
0: but 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 I mean, all that being said, I I think I saw Dave Grohl talk about like the new record that they did. And he was like, yeah, we're just trying to do like David Bowie, let's dance era. And I was like, (sighs) who, like, nobody even (laughs) likes that era. So, like, who cares? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yo,
1: and like, I have a weird, uh, Uh, actually, doing a weird era Bowie record would be fun to me because I like some of that stuff.
0: Sure. Um, I mean, but I mean, the thing with Bowie, even from
1: from Dave Grohl? who wants that? No, no, no soul on earth wants his weird. Fucking beard ass, doing that shit. Get out yeah. of here. Yeah, I mean, uh, Let's
0: Dance has tracks. That's the thing. Yes. Bowie always had at least a track, you know. But
1: yeah, yo, that might be true. David Bowie always had a track. Good for him. Always.
0: Maybe not in like the early nineties, but no, yeah, no, 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 no. I uh, mean, yo,
1: music stops after like '85 for David Bowie. So yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, next one's you. Jesus and Mary Chain.
0: I'm down I like this band a lot um, and they have a really varied catalog I think it'd be fun
1: very good band who I think probably deserves more talk than they get so yeah absolutely yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, Spiritualized
1: yo uh band who I have limited familiarity with other than the people who I know who like them love them
0: sick yeah I'm a huge fan and they have a new record coming out at the end of February and I think we should do it
1: okay put it on the list cool. Black Rebel Motorcycle Club
0: This is a band that I feel like was super hot for a while and nobody talks about it anymore. Um, I'm curious how their records hold up.
1: Okay. What's your feeling on them? Did you like them at the time?
0: I never loved them the way that people did. I always thought that they were kind of like samey and boring, but they had like a track here or there.
1: Okay. How are they different than the Zach Brown band?
0: That's a good question that I don't have an answer for. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> um i'm just being a dick uh <laughs>
1: so go ahead um you're up Ride. yeah um are you a fan like not love okay um but i feel like you know we did we do we did a my bloody valentine episode yep um we did a stone roses episode yep and this is kind of triangulate to be the third that we would do in my opinion, not, not to say these are the same bands or the same thing, but like for, for some reason I, I group them, I group them loosely in my head together, even though I know sonically they're very far apart. So
0: yeah, I mean, similar, you know, cool. Yeah. yeah,
1: Cool. British bands that are more nineties than eighties. True. You know, um and I think we got what the last one.
0: Yeah, a few oh we got uh, a few more. I'm oh, sorry. Just sorry, a few more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Led Zeppelin.
1: Yeah. Uh where do we where 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 do we go? What's our angle?
0: Uh I'd be more interested in later Zeppelin just because I'm not as familiar with it, but it, it would also okay, just, yeah. it would it would be equally as fun to revisit like any of the
1: classic records, honestly. It'd be a good hmm, boop, 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 boop. Would it be fun? It'd be to do a uh, versus episode on it, where we do like Led Zeppelin two versus um, uh, in you know um, not House of the Holy. What's the record after House of the Holy? Why am I blanking right now?
0: Oh, uh, um,
1: not in Through the Outdoor. Is it in Through the Outdoor? No, no, it's Physical Graffiti. Physical Graffiti. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. Um, like doing those two versus each other, so you could. Really, so we could talk textures. Yeah. Um. Even though like one, two, three, and four all have different feelings to me as well. So um,
0: they're all really different. I feel like they're especially really like, like
1: one to two is huge jump. Huge jump. Huge jump. And and I think three is an outlier. I think three has a really different feel to it. And especially between three and four, four just feels like the big. It's a, like the stadium rock version of everything they did to that point. So yeah. um, yeah, I think. I have. I've been much more on a later kick. Like I, I've the Led Zeppelin record I've listened to the most over the last year or two is Presence. Yeah. Um. And I've been sitting with the, the thing that I've been sitting with is in through the outdoor because mostly because of some of the story on it. Like so, um, all my love. Right. Uh. Robert Plant's son dies. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's you know tracks about this jimmy page is not super involved in this record he is but he's not to the extent he is on everything and he basically says like yeah i'm not particularly fond of this record and i'm like yo robert plant's being like pretty like he's putting it out there out there and yeah and uh, jimmy page is kind of like "Meh, you know (laughs) i think it's fine i guess Uh, we could have done something better um (laughs) So, i like that
0: uh, i like that energy it's funny yo, it's, it's funny really in retrospect funny.
1: yeah like the, the the energy around it is kind of more interesting so <laughs> anyways um yeah maybe we do maybe we do in through the outdoor it's just a really weird record um and and we could talk about them in a different way and it's it's the it's the um Pete, I don't know if you know this. I I like history a pretty good amount. And one of my favorite parts of history is the fall of Rome and the declining period. Mm. Um, And the later periods of Rome are really just fascinating because it's just like, it's not abrupt. It's a long, grinding, grueling finish um, that just Mm -hmm. drags. And there's something oddly fascinating about that to me. And that's not necessarily... Led Zeppelin, but it's also not not Led Zeppelin. Um, <laughs> so In Through the Outdoor is the eighth and final studio album. And I think I might say that's the one we should do. It's just weird. All right. So all right, the Stooges. I'm down. Stooges are great. Always fun yeah, to revisit. Same. I have found more appreciation with them because there was a time where uh the fandom irked me to no end and and like People tried to make them people tried to look at listening to the Stooges as a token of of um like social currency, and it was like sure nah man like they're 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 just like a good band like they're more popular than the bands you were listening to two years ago, you know so it's all right <laughs> you know like you you didn't discover you didn't find oil in them their mountains by listening to the Stooges true. Uh, did I just go?
0: No, it's okay. See, I set us uh, up on Tom, this
1: back and forth thing, but I'm all fucked up. Tom Petty,
0: Tom Petty, I'm down. Tom
1: Petty, I mean, down. Yeah. yeah, no question. Yeah. Like uh, fan, it's just where do we go? Um, do you have a favorite Tom Petty record? Um,
0: I don't really. I mean, like, like I always liked Tom Petty enough, but I never, I never like had a record. I never went deep on him. Really? And then, oh, wow! Yeah, and okay. then no, like eventually I did to an extent, but like it wasn't until, I don't know, like 2007 ish, maybe like 2008, nine, I don't know, but it was Tom Petty's like second solo record. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I'm blanking on the name of it, but it has like a rocket ship in the desert on the cover. Oh um, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, there were tracks on that record and we listened to it. I was on a tour and we listened to it a lot and I, I really got into it. And then I kind of went back and listened to some Tom Petty. So yeah, I'm down and I feel like there's a lot of Tom Petty that I'm just not familiar with. It's probably great. So
1: that was a lot. Fun. Let's, let's pick a record to do on that.
0: All right. All right. These last few, we actually just got an email from uh, a, a new fan named Pete okay. from the UK Okay. Um. And he sent us these four records, so I'm just going to read these out quick. You do it. But he recommended the police, Senyada Mondada, mm-hmm. uh, Shutter to Think Pony Express record. Okay. King Crimson Discipline. Okay. Swerve Driver Ejector Seat Reserv- Reservation. Mm-hmm. Helmet Aftertaste and okay. le- and Leatherface Horse Box.
1: Uh, all good suggestions. So how about this? Let's pick one of those. Okay. Um, you know what? He's saying horse box for Leatherface. Interesting.
0: Yeah, isn't the one the big one is like or the one that people talk about is like the first one, right? Mush or something? Mush. Yeah. Mush is the one they talk about, which is okay. I think the kind
1: of the second one. Interesting. Um Leatherface horse box. Interesting. Um I'm, Well, he's going. Apple. I
0: I think I see what he's doing here, because swerve driver, I'm a fan, and he went with the ejector seat reservation, which is the third record, which is nobody's favorite.
1: Oh, he's and, going with and, the nobody's and, favorites. And
0: King Crimson, he did Discipline, which I love that record, but that is like not the go-to King Crimson. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, the Police... Zenyana Mandana isn't not the one that people go to, but it's not the one people start with. You know, Ghost in the Machine was the other Police record I was thinking of, which maybe is... Yeah, no. Um, that Police record is actually pretty good this that actually might be the best police record in my opinion um i gotta look at them all again i'm looking right now okay and helmet i'm not sure helmet helmet. i'm not sure helmet the record isn't uh aftertaste that's the next one i think helmet the record is um, i think of betty betty yeah meantime and betty yeah meantime right yeah Yeah, uh and then aftertaste is 97 oh but there are fans of aftertaste but it's not hmm yeah that's the third oh he's doing third records i think interesting okay i don't know (laughs) king crimson
0: Um, that's like the fifth or sixth yeah so
1: he's doing yeah okay um okay so let's pick one of those we won't do that on the air uh give me one that you definitely want to do
0: i think we have to do nirvana
1: okay because we've already
0: we've already done the
1: mount rushmore so then it's there um i think given our excitement level and the fact that i don't think i hear a lot of people talk about them they have a new record coming uh let's do the helicopters cool and let's do one other okay um give me two to choose from and i'll pick Damn. All right. I know. I know. I'm
0: making it hard. All right. I'm going to go with one that I'm familiar with and one that I'm not as familiar with. Okay. I'm going to go. Well, I'm going to I'm going to pick the fourth. I'm going to say we do the okay. new Spiritualize when it comes out. Okay. There we so go. I'm just I'm just going to pick that and then Perfect. I'm going to do I'm going to do Tom Petty. Mm hmm. And I'm
1: going to do. Uh, The Verve. Oh, in, okay, yo. Let's do them both. We're gonna do Tom Petty, Wildflowers, and what's the Verve record? Uh, let's do Urban Hymns. Done. There we go. We just picked. Is that six records we just picked? No, we picked four. Wait, what? We've got Nirvana.
0: We got the Verve. We got
1: Spiritualized, We got
0: Tom Petty. Oh, we got helicopters. Five, I'm sorry. and we got to pick one
1: from uh, our new new listener Pete, who's emailed us. So we'll do that after the after the air, and uh, be a little bit of a surprise. Yo, everybody, thank you. Send us email. TrashPod at
0: gmail.com. Keep sending them. We're going to keep writing them down and maybe we'll get to them someday. Someday, I suppose. Bye, everybody.